0: I'm Tom Carrick. On this episode of the Ness in My Story podcast, Jerry Remy sits down with Red Sox shortstop Xander Bogarts to talk about baseball in Aruba and the role Derek Jeter played in Xander's baseball life.
1: You know, they say to me, who's your
2: favorite player? And I say, it's Xander Bogart. On the knee! I could have always hit. But oh, well, my defense was really terrible. Outstanding. I got my first silver slugger. One of the gold glove more than that. I had a lot of doubts like, am I the right guy they called off? Yes or no? Bedlam at Fenway Park! And it worked out well because we, we ended up winning the World Series that year. Boston Strong! I've been through the good, I've been through the bad here, so I kind of know both both ways.
1: See you later!
2: You just continue to work and, and, and believe in yourself before so I make the play.
0: That's how it's done.
2: It's amazing all the change that they helped me go through. The
0: X-Man strikes.
2: The player that obviously I became.
0: The Red Sox walk. Bogarts exudes island cool. He left Aruba at age 17 to chase his baseball dream and never looked back. Totally out of Fenway
1: until now. When you were growing up on, on the island, it, it, there, there weren't as many baseball players as, say, the Dominican Republic, or it had to be difficult, more difficult to go up as a baseball player
2: on, on the island of Aruba, right? It was. It was. I don't think Arubas. Main sport was baseball, I think always it was soccer. Which you love. I, I, yeah, I do love soccer. I started uh, liking it more once I became older. When I was younger, I only played baseball. Uh, probably when I was in the big leagues is when I started liking it much more, and now I follow it pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, but yeah, growing up, baseball wasn't that huge. I mean, we had a couple guys from, that played professional major league baseball, but obviously it's not even close to the amount like. Venezuela, Dominican, Puerto Rico. I mean, those right. guys have so many guys, and us, we don't, we don't have it. I mean, Curaçao is our island next door. Right. Uh, they, they, they're pretty much our neighbors, and they have more guys signed than we do. Zander
0: and his twin brother, Jair, learned the game from his mother's brother, Glenroy Brown.
2: My uncle was kind of like my dad. Uh, he was the one that that, that learned me baseball. Uh, me and my brother, he learned both of us. Obviously, he teaches us from, from very small uh, discipline and, and on the field, off the field at home and, and, and manners and stuff like that, cause sometimes my mom works, so my uncle was the one that used to uh, like take charge with us. and. Whenever my mom had a chance, she was like, both, well, like mom and dad, you know? But I think my uncle was, if, if there was a father figure, he would probably be the one.
1: He was, a, and I, I I saw a note that he used to throw up. Uh, Almonds? Almonds, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to hit him with
2: a tree. Yeah, I, I, I still do it when I go back at home. Not often, not often, because I hit baseballs now. Yeah. Uh, but growing up, I think that was one of the ways that we, we did it, uh, we did it with Almonds, and I mean, it worked out pretty well. <laughs>
1: Now, where's the first place that you, you played where you had legitimate good competition? I mean, I imagine that on the island of Aruba, you stood out as a as a great player right away. And then, what was the first move that you went to that we, you know you were with a lot of quality baseball players?
2: I think I think in in, in the tournaments we play a lot of Latin American tournaments or Pan American tournaments. We play a lot of those. So when we play different countries. Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Panama, and I mean, Curaçao, Bonaire, St. Thomas, and Croix. when we played those islands, I think there's a lot of competition on those islands. Yeah. With some of the guys that, that played in those competitions also becoming big league players that I, that I played against when I was little. Uh, so I think going away, going abroad, playing against other countries, that's where I, I, I knew it was. And how was that for you to leave the island
1: and, and, and to be able to go and play against these guys? Were you nervous about it? Was it something you were anxious about? Did I you was. feel like, you know,
2: can I play with these guys? I, I, I wasn't I wasn't anxious. I, w- I was a little bit nervous, but I had my brother most of the times. I think pretty much every time I had my brother with me. So I had a close one. My uncle pretty much would go. If he wasn't the coach, my mom would always send him to go and be like, to guide us and just to look out for us uh, whenever we go play abroad. And I think having those two was, was huge. Main is my mother, and that's the
0: After being sidelined for two weeks with the chicken pox, Bogarts tried out for Red Sox scout Mike Lord. He quickly alerted Eddie Romero Jr. and the Red Sox scouting department back in Boston.
3: Craig Shipley was still overseeing the department, and I remember him just calling me one day, and he's like, you have to watch this video. There's this kid in Aruba who uh, Mike Lord was one of the cross checkers at the time, uh, just saw and says he's one of the best players he's ever seen. So, um, we you know i get the video and, and you see this string bean and i mean he's you know mismatched uniform and it's a very sandy field and he's got raw tools i mean it's kind of what you dream on and ship immediately went down to aruba saw him craig did a great job of identifying and mike lord of, you know, finding him and, and getting him signed
0: 16 and professional the red sox signed Xander and his brother as amateur free agents in 2009
2: I mean, that was kind of like a dream come true for, for both of us, signing with the right. same teams. Uh, not always that would happen, especially like if you have two, two kids or two family members. It's not automatic that both of them are going to sign with the same organization. But, I mean, the Red Sox came in. They came in strong. And, I mean, we're... Obviously blessed to, to be here.
3: We actually saw Jair first, so at the same time that you know you're scouting Xander, you're scouting Jair every time, and he was talented. He had a lot of power, and so you know it was important for the for their mother to have them together. So I think that's why Craig made the decision to to sign both of them. Uh, and you know, Jair's career obviously didn't go as far as Xander's did, but he was talented. We ended up trading them to the Cubs, I believe it was. Happened to like the talent of both players, uh, but it is interesting that we've we've signed some twins.
0: After signing in 2009, Xander Bogarts went to play at the Red Sox Dominican Academy the following year.
3: They had him come to the academy and that's when I saw him for for the first time. And the the tools screamed at you. He was very athletic. The swing is almost identical to what it was now. Uh, He had ability at shortstop and he was just, it was just this like extremely talented ball of clay that you knew had huge upside, and huge potential. And then when you got to know he, the family, his his, his mom, you knew that the makeup
2: was gonna be there. I remember going to the Dominican my first year, I played there. Uh, I remember you you get regular bats from the team, whatever. They're not the best, but you get some bats. and, And me and my brother ordered two Marucci. I mean, Marucci back then was was pretty big. And going over there to the Dominican our first game, we broke our first bat. And it's Marucci, so I mean it's one of the best bats. So we're like, hey, we gotta we gotta settle down. Hopefully, get 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 in a, in a in a groove, and then we bring out the other bat. Cause if we use it right away, we're gonna break both bats, and I mean, we're gonna be in trouble. So, yeah. the competition was harder. The 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 velocity, I think, was one of the biggest the biggest changes back at home. Guys barely throw 80 miles per hour, and then you gotta go to the DR and jump into 90 on a consistent basis. Sometimes wild. Yeah. So it was it was hard. It was really hard.
0: an RBI single for Xander Bogart. Xander came to America in 2011. He played for the Greenville Drive in South Carolina. Then the next season for the Salem Red Sox. People were beginning to notice the kid from the Wolverine.
2: It was nice because everyone's dream is to play professional ball and also reach to the big leagues. I also got an opportunity to play with my brother. And now he's traded to the Cubs. He's doing his thing over there. so. Hopefully things go well, we we'll him hit them also over there. So far, so good. I began a little slow due to the cold weather, I guess, I'm not accustomed to the cold weather, but things are heating up now. When you
1: come to the minor leagues, now you're talking about a whole different level of baseball. Yeah. You know, and that had to be very intimidating, first of all, to come over here to play. Yeah. And to get used to the culture of playing in the United States. Did you have any doubts at that time that, you know, he would someday be a big leaguer or that you might get lost in the shuffle with all this talent you're facing now in the minor leagues?
2: I didn't, I didn't think that right away because obviously I need some time to adjust to see if I can be able to do it, yes or no, and as time kept going all weeks, weeks kept going by, uh, I started adjusting, I started playing better, playing good, and and I had a good season my first year, so that kind of helped me out, give me a, a nice boost, uh, obviously to my confidence and Coming over here to the U.S., I, I play pretty well, so I never had that that much doubt uh, in the minor leagues.
1: Did you have a coach behind you, a guy that you could look back on and say, "Hey, you know, this is a guy that really helped me," you know, when I got
2: here? I was bad defensively, man. I was I was terrible. Uh, so if I gotta go with a defensive coach, I would, I would probably have to say Gary Desarcina. He was, yes. he was our infield yeah. instructor at that time. Uh, Andy Fox. He became the infield coordinator after. I think he still is. Uh, I mean, I, I just gotta go defensively, man. Those two guys were, were. Yeah. So you could always hit. I could, I, I could have hit. I could have always hit, even if it was a little bit but well, my defense was really terrible. Coming here hitting-wise, uh, Victor Rodriguez, uh, Nelson Paulino was our hitting coach in the DR. Uh, these are all guys that I think laid out the basic stuff, the, the ground, uh, especially in the lower minors. And obviously once you became older, you start getting different managers. Like I had Billy McMillan, he was my manager two times. Uh, Carlos Fabriz, I, I had him a couple of times, and he's our big league third base coach. Yeah. He managed me actually when I was in rookie ball in extended, so. The good thing is just seeing familiar faces, and, and, and I know Victor isn't here with us now, he's with the, the Indians, but yeah. just seeing him, you obviously just always appreciate uh, all that he has done for you.
1: It seems like every player you talk to finds has somebody yeah, I know, yeah. in the system that, you know, like takes them under their wing. Yeah. And and you never forget that the rest of your life.
2: I right? mean, it's, it's, it's amazing all, all the change that they helped me go through and the, the player that obviously I, I became.
0: 2013 was a breakthrough year for Xander. Rated as the top Red Sox prospect, he was invited to spring training. Red Sox nation got to see firsthand what Bogarts was all about when he began the season with the Portland Sea Dogs under manager Kevin Bowles.
3: The one thing he's done well is he's managed his strike zone. Uh, He's earned his fastballs. People have known about him obviously with all the attention that he he gets, uh, which is well deserved because he's so
2: talented. It's a lot, you know, It's the amount of people, fans, that know you, uh, wishing you the best. It's, it's unbelievable, you know. And also Red Sox baseball is it's a big, the fan base is really big, so it's it's, it's really nice, man. Uh, I enjoy every moment of it, you know. Uh, I really enjoy it, to be honest. So just, just gotta keep doing my best and hopefully I'll be up there in the big league someday and uh, that all the fans can get to know me personally, you know through the hole it for a base hit,
3: Bogarts picks up the RBI. The
0: Sox top prospect at the time, Bogarts was called up to the big leagues on August 19th, 2013.
2: I remember sitting in my hotel room, we were playing dominoes with some of the guys in AAA, and, and I got a call from, from Bosey. Kevin Bosey was our, our manager at that time and he's like, hey, pack up your bags, you're going to the big leagues tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't, really, hey, I was, I was like 0 for 10 with like seven strikeouts. Yeah. So I'm like, how, how in this world does the Red Sox need a guy that's 0 for 10 with seven strike? I, I, I don't understand why I'm going to be productive for the club. I remember coming up sitting in that clubhouse for the first time. David Ortiz, Andrew Miller. Those I remember. Those were the two that I remember right away once I got into that door. We were traveling on an off day going to San Francisco.
3: Line on a hop kicks off of Bogarts. That hurt. And it kicks to center field. Alexander Bogarts and a ball that explodes on him.
2: So I was really uh, nervous at that time. I, I, I had a lot of doubts. Like. Am I the right guy they called off? Yes or no? Swinging a line drive and a right field base hit. That one hit right on the button, and it's the first major league
0: hit for Xander Bogarts.
2: Red Sox are calling for that from the dugout. Obviously, they don't look at that, you know, they just look at, at the talent. They see things differently than, than us as players. High fly
0: ball, this is deep into left. She is gone. Oh, man, did it go. First Major League home run for Xander Bogarts.
2: I mean, it worked out well because we, we ended up going to the playoffs and winning the World Series that year.
0: Swing and a miss. He struck him out. The 2013 Red Sox are the world champions and In 2014, Bogarts changed his jersey to number two, a nod to his childhood idol, Derek Jeter.
1: Now, number two, Derek Jeter, of course, was somebody that you looked up to and that's because you wear number two. I wore number two, not because of Jeter, (laughs) because that's the number they gave me. (laughs) Good number they gave me. Yeah, good number. But the fact is, is that, you know, you always looked up to him and you wanted to be a shortstop you wanted to be that your whole life and 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 you finally get a chance to come to the big leagues which had to be again intimidating you know you're going from one classification of baseball you know in the minor leagues and then you all of a sudden you're at the big league level and it's a whole different level of things that that are going on so that that had to be another major adjustment and they put you in a position that you're not accustomed to playing in the third base that had to be a major adjustment for you to go over there at the big league
2: level and learn how to play third base it was hard, it was hard. But Butterfield, Brian Butterfield helped me a lot. In the big leagues, he helped me at third base. You know, Obviously, uh, I didn't play as much, so he had a lot of time to work with me before practices and, and, and before games and stuff like that.
1: Start that tilt early.
2: I mean, that's a huge credit to him for getting me ready to, to being able to at least manage the position. Stay away from that flip. Not on a gold glove level, but I mean, at right. least defend myself a little bit.
1: Well, you speak about a gold glove, and you know I, I'm, one of your, I'm one of your biggest backers. As a, as a matter of fact, I've said this to many people, and they, you know, they say to me, "Who's your favorite player?" And I say, "It's Zander Boga. And, and it's been that way for, for a number you. of years. And you know, they, they say, "Well, you know, he's a good offensive player, but his defense." And I say, "What's wrong with his defense?" <laughs> I say, I, "I think he's a very good shortstop." Back goes Zander, and he makes a leaping play in the outfield. with a fine effort! I know it's something you continue to work on yeah. all the time. What work do you still think you have to do there? Because you've proven to me I know. that you're a gold glove type shortstop at the big league level.
2: I, I obviously wish I had got it in 2015. Uh, I remember 15, I got my first silver slugger. That wasn't really the, the the thing that I wanted. I pretty much wanted the gold glove more than that. Uh, my mind wasn't even on, on the silver slugger, to be honest.
0: To the backhand goes Bogarts, off-balance throw, it. oh, what a play that
2: is! I missed out on that gold glove, and I mean, that, that was kind of like a, a bummer to me, and and now and, and now I know it's obviously gonna be a little harder, but you just continue to work and, and, and believe in yourself and, and just go out there and make the plays. I think the more plays you make, the, the more routine plays you make, obviously that'll that'll help.
3: Diving is Bogart, Xander will flip the second and that will end the ball game.
2: Maybe I'm not that guy that gonna make five dives different plays in one game, you know, but I'm a I'm going to do some when, when it's most needed. and I'm just a guy that, that, that really tries to get the routine out and, and, and don't mess that up.
0: Fogart's up and throwing, going to be close and he cut him down. What a fine play. The Red Sox have won the World Championship.
1: The Boston Red Sox beat the Los Angeles Dodgers 5-1. And talk about the success that this organization has had, especially since you've been here. I mean, you know, <laughs> going to World Series. And, I mean, it's got to be an incredible thrill for you to be playing in World Series.
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, we've been to the playoffs a couple years now. Uh, I've been through the good. I've been through the bad here. So I kind of know both both ways, which I think is, is, is great. Uh, it's not going to be easy. I was talking to you yesterday about the 2014 team and how we didn't do good after the World Series, but I think this roster is built differently. This roster is really built to win and win a lot.
0: Here comes Xander Bogarts. He is in to score and the Red Sox win it. After two World Series, Aruba truly has become Xander's Island.
1: I go to Aruba every year. I was walking with my wife and I look over to my right and there's a plaque.
2: There, on the ground. A oh. view. They're stepping the on A plaque me. of you.
1: <laughs>
2: there's my man right I there. I know. They, uh, they did that a couple years. I think the year right after you won the World Series or, or even it might have been that same year. And, I mean, it's been there. I think they add on 2018 now on their plaque. 2018 World Series champ also, but People be walking on me and I get pictures of it every time people be sending me. So I think it's it's pretty cool, it's pretty cool what the country did for me with that. Uh, I mean, that's where I grew up, you know, so home is like, it's like no other place for me. Uh, Whenever I go back, I just try to relax, go to the beaches, uh, spend time with my loved ones as as much as possible before I come back and, and, and do the season.
1: You should be very proud of yourself, because you Thank handled you, everything with, with <laughs> tremendous class and dignity. Thank you. And I remember I remember a couple of years ago, I, I went up to you after the season. A lot of times you run into people that you really don't care about. Yeah. But you treated everybody with respect, with yeah. dignity, you Always. treated the game with respect. And I appreciate that. Please don't ever change. <laughs> don't ever change. Continue to be <laughs> the Bogarts.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jerry.
0: My story is part of the Nesson Podcast Network. The home for New England sports.